0: Delicious!
1: Hello everybody, welcome back to New York Talk. This is the Run Matters Podcast. And I promise we won't go on for 12 hours this time. It will be a very short compared to <laughs> <laughs> um, so and we have lost Ben. So you know, Ben's clearly done his 12 hours. That's his own for number of season, I think. Uh, which is, you know, the one thing that I'll do, is it? Um Danny Oden Gleaves is with us. Thank you for joining us, Danny.
2: Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Oh, we're mate. Oh, we're going to Wembley.
1: We're buzzing. Um and on, on the other day, on Saturday, we brought you legends from Australia, from Ireland. Uh, today, we are bringing you Mick from a car park in Wales.
3: Oi. Good evening. Uh, I, think. No, uh, right. we,
1: I think we should play a game. Do you know, like Anton Deck do? Um, if you can find this person, you know, the, 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 the doorbell <sighs> bingo. Uh, Mick, yeah. if somebody can find you, what prize yep.
3: could you give them? Um, well, let's I've got half a bottle of water
1: mm, There's probably some COVID regulations which you can't, you can't do that one
3: yeah. <laughs> um, Scabby old baseball app. Nothing Scabby rag
2: And a kick in the teeth <laughs> probably as if well If you can
1: find Mick in a car park in Wales <laughs> You can have a red scabby rag This is obviously, if you're live If you listen this Friday afternoon <laughs> and He won't still be there,
3: unfortunately <laughs>
2: well, I think <didn't> you know <laughs> If, if imagine, if, imagine if someone actually rocks up and taps on his window and goes, "Excuse me, you'll make from the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it'll be well, it'll be great. Um, so, first of
1: all, we should say thank you to everybody who tuned into our live stream on Saturday. Just gone the twelve hours uh, that we did. I, I again, we'll just talk about it for two minutes. But Danny, I don't know about you, but I felt you, you were drunk anyway. But I felt hungover <laughs> on Sunday
2: morning. <laughs> I felt I i were tired, I had an headache, I just felt rubbish. Yeah, um, I put it down to people keep bringing me shops going, Oh, have you nearly done your 12 hours? Yeah, oh, let's celebrate. It's not finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, some, Sunday was a little bit rough, um, both tired from a few too many doom bars and from doing 12 hours and from playing football um, but no it was it, it were fun to be fair you know we can now say we've done it and hopefully not do it again until at least next season um, <laughs> but yeah but we, we hit a target which is great we hit the 500 um, I think it was was it the day after that we hit the 500
1: it was it was Chris who follows us on Twitter um, Michael Smith's mother-in-law oh yeah fantastic yes yeah, she 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 got us to our target uh thank you everybody else who donated as well but we were 35 quid mm-hmm. short on on sunday morning we got a uh,
2: got a, tipped it over the target which is amazing <laughs> brilliant <laughs> yeah we've hit it we've achieved it and yeah thank you to everybody who stuck with us uh i'd be very surprised if everyone if someone did the full 12 hours um, but if you did, you deserve some sort of medal, at least. Uh, yeah, thanks, for, thanks to everybody who donated and who took part. Cheers. I've
3: got, I've yeah. got a scabby red rag for anybody who did 12, full 12 hours. You can have that. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
2: yeah. I think just, to, just a
3: shout out to Matt as well sort of for, for the, the organisation. This Matt. Matt? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, you crafted really hard to, 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 to pull that together. So it's good work that, mate. Well done.
2: Yeah, fair play. Thank you very much
3: um yeah well, if you can
1: you can still donate if you want to if you don't want to don't worry about it guys um and i will give a quick mention for somebody else's fundraising in the summer carl gibbs has been in touch to ask you us to let you know he's doing a fundraising this summer they're doing a charity tournament with some all fun and games like a charity day bounce castle all that sort of nonsense if you want to get involved with cancer research uk if you want to get involved contact Cal gibbs on i think he's on facebook and you'll be able to get involved um Will Daniels will be joining us very, very shortly. Um, but shall we get on and talk about Wembley? We're nearly there. Two days. Well, depending on when you listen to this, you know. Um, it's. Mick, come on. Excite. Tell us how excited you are.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I can't Especially say. Listen. You, yeah, I can't say as I'm, uh, I'm, I'm bouncing off at walls or anything. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good day out. It always is a good day out. Um, it has been particularly the last few times we've been. Obviously, we've managed to uh, to get a result each time we've been, apart from that Dagenham game. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not massively um, bothered one way or the other what happens come five o'clock. So long as we come out of there, we know we nub to physio's table. I'll be I'll be more than happy. You know, um, it matters to the club obviously whether we win or not because there's, there's a cash incentive, but. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. be a big great day. Art. It always is, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Danny, can you ratchet up the excitement level
2: or use this? So <laughs> I'll, I'll just take a swig of meat, sweet coffee just to get the blood going. Hang on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had the, uh, the privilege to speak to Hallam FM today um, for their morning show tomorrow. And I'll, say what I said to them, you know, this is a once in a generation thing in terms of it being an actual cup final at Wembley, you know, because those playoffs are still part of the league setup, really, aren't they? It's still determining who goes up and who stays down in that particular division. Um, So for me, that's why this is a step up. You know, it's great that we've won the last two out of three playoff finals, but we need, we need to ramp it up again because this is a cup final. You Know just to put it into perspective, the massive up the road I haven't been in a cup final since 1993. You know, and now our next and cup that final, called the Rumble it, Cup, it's not even a proper name, it's not, even, you yeah, know it exactly. even sounds good, I, does it? it? I mean, it's technically the EFL Cup now, isn't it? I think it sounds rubbish, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds better than the milk cup, but anyway. Um, but yeah, but this is a proper cup final, and now we've been in two, which is fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing for it, personally. Absolutely buzzing for it.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I am. Uh, see what we've got with us. We've got loads of people in the comments. We have the Grundy's Gav and Steve Grundy with us. Uh, Ariel Astro is buzzing for Sunday. He can't wait. Um, Graeme Lindley is joining us from his sick, but he's tested positive. Tested positive Ooh. for Lindley. I feel better, Graham, Like You're all right. Um, yeah, what a terrible test positive. Uh, And we should say happy birthday to Russ Vernon. His birthday today. Got a nice video from Dan Bar-Lasser. It's a great birthday present, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, Where are we? Comment. I had a comment we want to go into. It's gone. It's gone. Um, So, let's have a look at some stats. When it comes to Wembley, there's always a few good stats of who's played where and when and this, that, and the other. There are some great ones this time. Um, So, Richard Wood, will be if he plays who we were the first player to captain Rotherham United twice at Wembley. Um, he will also join Joe Matic and Michael Smith, if they both play, as the only other two players who have played for Rotherham United at Wembley more than once, um, which I think are both great achievements. And as I said, I'll bring in Bill Daniels. Thank you for joining as well.
4: No problem. Sorry for being about 300 years late. Always set set a reminder is the the, uh, tale of the story here. (laughs) Um,
1: Mix underwhelmed us, Danny's excitement levels is where I thought they'd be. Where are your
4: excitement levels for Sunday, Will? Uh, I am probably at the moment at maybe a five, uh, which is sort of par for the course, I think, at this stage. Uh, when it gets to Sunday, maybe maybe up to a seven, maybe an eight. It's a chance to go to the National Stadium, isn't it? So always a great great day. Uh, and uh, hoping hoping that these uh, these Millers can put on a performance that we can all be proud of.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think one thing that's going to be good about this, and then it happens when you get to Cup Finals, you get a bit more press coverage and whatnot. A lot of the stuff that's come out, the videos that part of the AFL have, have been really enjoyable. Make I don't know if you've seen the Paul Warm one. Uh, the, the wood, Richard Wood and Ben Wiles one were very good as well. It's just good to see a bit more from the players and the managers themselves, really, is what I suppose what I'm trying to say. Is that one for me? Yes, because I, I, um, no, I haven't seen, no.
3: yeah, seen them. The I've seen the RUFC's um compilation, which I loved, I thought that was
2: brilliant. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, the, yeah. the Steve Evans cheeseburger a bit proper tickled me. That little Easter egg <laughs> that was brilliant. So, I mean, if the EFL have
3: done any better than that, then they've done a good job, but I, I doubt very much that they have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I understand. Danny. That the, uh, the Woody and Ben Wiles one were a bit like uh, dads and lads football. They were a bit, yeah. They <laughs> yeah.
1: were good. They've been <laughs> very good. Danny, have you seen them? Have you uh,
2: Do you have you enjoyed them? Just again, see more from the club? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I wasn't fortunate enough to actually see the trophy on the bus tour. The other day, um, but I, I've seen it at the football museum, it's fine. Um, but yeah, um, I watched the Paul Warren thing today that he did with, with Papa John's, uh, the A to Z answering questions. and trusting trusting Paul Warren, he has now settled the debate. Pineapple does belong on pizza because apparently it's his favorite. He has settled right. that debate, however, See, we, we I must have respect respecting a... him on that one to be honest. Nonsense, absolutely <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> That's nonsense. But I, I will admit that Warren he did take a very rare L. When he said Peaky Blinders isn't very good, it was like, ooh. <laughs> you know, yeah, you not something my book. But, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, the ex professor has been fantastic. I mean, e- everybody's got a little shout out on either Calendar or Look North or on Sky or in the AFL, which is great. Because we had, um, which primary school was it? Was it St On the sent Beads, Yeah, yeah but they, that's we they were on, which were great. Uh, I love the little lad who were in uh, his Rotherham top, so he's obviously binned off his school uniform and put that on, so respect to him. Um, yeah, it's been great. We don't normally get a lot of publicity, but obviously the cup final, they all come out for the publicity, which is fantastic. It's been nice. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good to see. It should, I suppose you don't need that promotion, Will, but the bus around town to, going to schools and the things like that, it's just nice to see. It's just, it looks good. It's good for the kids. It's good for the competition itself. It makes sense. I've got, I have quite I quite enjoyed it, to be honest.
4: Yeah, I mean, Rotherham gets a, a pretty bad rap uh, across the country for being an absolute hellhole, doesn't it? So it's nice to be able to, to portray such, such positive things. And, you know, for the kids, you know, people like Clinton Morrison going into their school mm. and a big, big London bus coming through that doesn't happen every day does it so um you know they'll have really enjoyed the day I'm sure that sure that Clinton would have uh enjoyed it just as much as them <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah a strange pick to put Clinton Morrison no re- no relation to either club um but must be the only one available I do like Clinton Morrison though to be fair he is decent it could have done worse couldn't they um Right, Mick, are you still there? Your picture's gone, your mic's gone. You're still with us.
3: Yeah, man, I'm still here. I've uh, I've just turned the mic off because it's going dark. So all you're going to see is a black screen. So I thought I'd leave you a picture of Lee Frecklington there instead. Okay, that's that's actual word. Miller's legend. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, Donna London says thank you. New purchase, hats, flags, t-shirts from her. Uh, They've been able to donate forty quid for the Robin Hospice this morning, which is a great cause. Nice. Another thing, good thing to come out of this is uh, is that uh, Mick. Talk to me about what you think you we're going to see from us on Sunday. Lineups, team selection, uh, potential who you think is going to be on the bench. Are we going to go attacking, defensive? What do you think?
3: It's quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, one has already said that he's uh, he's looking to put a strong side out. It's not going to be, um, you know, a typical uh, Papa John's Trophy side, I guess. Um, if that's if that's if that's the right term, uh, we've got Freddie back, looking like he's back. In full training, looks like Georgie Kelly's back, uh, and Warns. Intimated that both of them might get a look in on Sunday. So, um, yeah, it's it'll be a strong side. It will be a strong side. Whether Chio plays after after the amount of time he's played for Republic in the last two yeah, uh, two games well is, is another question. I'm not convinced Warren is going to be particularly happy with that. I mean, he's been fantastic. Don't get me wrong, and it's been great to watch him on that uh, on that stage. But you know what we've got coming up for two friendlies for him to have to pay that amount of time in two friendlies I suspect we might not see a full game from him on Sunday um, we, don't, we obviously we don't want to be risking any injuries for any players do we uh, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a strong side I've no doubt about it and they will go for it they will go for it because it's an opportunity isn't it it's an opp- opportunity to build some confidence and, you know get the ball on the floor and start playing some football again like we, like we were early in the season so yeah I think it's going to be a strong side um, and I think they'll. I think they will go for it. Hmm.
1: Yeah, um, Eric Astro hopes Josh Vickers' hand injury uh, injury soon recovers. There's a good chance, standing by the sounds of it, he's will be out of Sunday. But for me, I think that's one area where we should continue the cup tradition of what we've done every game so far. Is you've got a cup keeper, and because of there, because there's not much difference between the keepers. It would be fair. I might just be mean loving Victor, but it would be fair for Victor see Victor where it playing at Wembley anyway. I know it's Wembley and that's different, but that seems the fairest way, but I don't know what you think. Yeah,
2: um I think if we were to probably go strongest, strongest eleven, we would probably have Vickers in goal. Um but Victor has been the hero of this competition. He's saved uh, at least one pen. Well, he's yeah, he saved one penalty in every shootout that we've played him, um, and yeah, he sort of made this competition his own. And I do have my suspicions that he will be starting goalkeeper because you don't go over to Sweden, gather up all your family, and then come back to England if you're not going to be starting keeper. Um, but yeah, Victor will be in goal for me. I think we'll take no, no risk with vickers Rest him up and. We can't make a league game for the child for Charlton. Fair enough, Victor's more than capable, but I think we'll use this opportunity to rest Vickers, make sure his hand injures okay, and not put any stress on it. And give the baton for to Victor. Hmm.
1: Uh, Jalen Simpson agrees completely agrees with myself. Uh, Victor deserves his place. Uh, Powerman UK, Viking, keep Viking in, <clears throat> let him see the tournament through. Um, yeah, well. Again, for me, it doesn't really matter because they're both really, really good keepers. I think from a fairness point of view, because of the competition, he's played in it, Victor. But honestly, from a performance point of view, I'm not really bothered.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean... uh Victor's definitely earned his spot, hasn't he, for for Sunday um, through the league performances and also performances that he's put up in in the cup. So no real issue in him, in him coming into the side, and and also you know if Josh is is fit and he plays, that that wouldn't be a particular issue for me either. We're we're blessed with two really good keepers at the moment, so whoever takes the the uh, the shirt on uh, Sunday, I'm sure will give 110. percent Exactly. Um,
1: Mick mentioned it then about Chio Danny, let's have a conversation briefly let's go away from the positives for two minutes um, Chio when it was rested in the, against Shrewsbury because Paul wanted it, him and Mikel on, on uh, close to getting suspected hamstring injury uh, and then Ireland decided to play him for 172 minutes um, in two games a very short time and I know that it's an international games, and international games aren't meaningless because you're representing your country but they are friendlies and you would have thought putting my Rotherham United hat on, my club hat on, because we, we have no skin in the game with Ireland. I cannot see why they've played him for that many minutes over that time. And I if I was warning
2: it, I'd be very, very unhappy. And he's said as much on it. Yeah, he has said he's uh, he's not best pleased with it. Fancy. Yeah. Um and you can understand why, but you know, at Chio's age and how competitive the Island squad actually is now, um I can see why they have played him as much as the camera. Also, why Chio has seized the opportunity. But bless mm. him, he's took homework work with him to Ireland to focus on the playoff fi- um, playoff final. Oh dear, uh, <laughs> to focus on the Papa John's final. Um, but I am going to be devil's advocate here and chip in with my own opinion that might be a bit. Uh, a few people might disagree with. But when uh, when we were on the uh, the live stream, obviously I, I were playing uh, a game of football. Mm. and uh, I very unfortunately did my quads, pulled it like the wrong way. Instead of pulling it that way, it went that way. Um, And I was thinking, oh, no, this is me not playing again next Saturday. This is me scuttled, and it's healed up already. So Mm. if I can heal up that way, and let's not beat around the bush, I'm not the fittest person, (laughs) am I? You know, I don't run around a football pitch going however many miles an hour like Chio does. I've not got Chio's diet far from it. <laughs> and I don't have the the physios around me that Chio's got with Ireland and with Rotherham. So I can understand why he's been able to play that much for Ireland and probably why he will start in the in the final, because he's got much better recovery time. His muscles are a lot better. Muscle memory's a lot better. Um but if I can heal up in under in under a week, I'm sure she can as well. You know, that's that's my opinion anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it could be one of those will that we might not see the impact of it until a couple of weeks time. It could have done with at least a midweek off. It's just again, we're rather fans. Is our player? It's just frustrating. But as an island fan, I suppose it would be buzzing to see him play twice.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one, isn't it? And you have to look at it in in the two different camps here. Um, Islander, at the point of transition, where they're trying to build a a new squad, this manager's not being in it, in the uh, the job for that long and he sees chio rightfully so as one of his key players that he wants wants in the game so you know it's disappointing from our end but from from Ireland's perspective they've identified him as a as a key thing and there's a couple of benefits to of that to us uh number one it means that eventually we're going to command a higher fee for for chio uh when he eventually does leave the club um and of course you know Playing playing match minutes is is never particularly a bad thing because you know he's mm. not coming into Sunday uh, ring rusty. Is it nice? Would it have been nice to, for him to have a little bit more rest, possibly? But we've got um, until the following Saturday then uh, to rest him again, haven't we? Mm. So it's not like we're playing Saturday, Tuesday this week. Um, and and we've got uh as a two-two as well that can uh, potentially play some minutes on Sunday. So I don't think it's as much of a, an issue as uh, some people have made out. Um, of course, he'll it, still play a, a big part in the game. I would imagine on Sunday. So disappointing that he didn't get more uh, more rest, but amazing for him to to get the exposure and to to put mm. in the performances that he has done over the last uh, the last week or so.
1: Yeah, we should say, yeah, he has been brilliant. The goal he score was superb. The set setup was brilliant. Um, mm. brilliant. And Great. I, I love seeing had, him play play internationally.
4: And should have had another midweek as well. Uh, that mm. got disallowed, didn't it? So Yeah. Yeah.
1: he yeah, has got to put a few quid in his price tag, which like I said, they will is very good news for us. Um Mick Paul Wong will be the first manager to lead Rotherham United out twice. Well, he didn't lead us out, but managed us twice at Wembley. He'll probably lead the team out this time, which he didn't do four years ago, which would be a nice moment for him. Um, and I've, we've said this for a few years now that there's not many people better at this level or even slightly higher level in a one-off game manager for me Paul Warren's the right man for a cup final he's just going to get the players in, for me in a right headspace he's going to motivate them in the right way because you he know, can overdo it um, I, just, I just can't think of any better to play for in a cup final, Mick
3: No, I agree, absolutely and and to be fair, it's, he, he needs to get some practice in he? because we've got another seven after Sunday, haven't we? you know um, and and genuinely we have so the saturday needs to be oh, sorry sunday needs to be a catalyst now for for the rest of april uh, because this is a massive massive month for us um, and if we can get off on the right foot and, and one is the man to do it isn't it? he is absolutely 100% the man to do it no question in my mind whatsoever um and if if we do un uneven un, un, unthinkably fall at the last hurdle he's still the right man to do it for me um and know that sounds a bit um a bit contradictory but now nah, yeah everybody wants to play for paul Warren everybody you yeah. know so he is definitely the right man and he and he deserves it he deserves a success and he deserves that chance to lead his team out at uh, at national stadium it's fantastic for him
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, how big experience, Danny? Because we mentioned Woody, Matic and Smith will all be second appearances for the club. But the only other player that I can find in our current squad that's played at Wembley before is Shane Ferguson. So, the, I, I again, again, Paul One relies on a lot of experience and I wonder how much of a big impact those three plus Shane Ferguson will have on managing the expectation because... It's been built up as a cup, finally. You've got your friends and family there, people from, you know, fixers from Sweden all. Newcastle will be empty for the Barlasses and Smith. You know what I mean? There's, all their families are going to be there. So they haven't just got the thousands of Rotherham fans. They've got a little bit of extra pressure with their family being there as well. So it's important to manage that pressure and that You know, thought those players will be massive.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think um, we've got the right amount of mix of Wem- a little bit of Wembley experience, but also wanting to impress with the first time at Wembley. You know, we've mm. got Smith and Wood and Matic um, and Ferguson have all been to Wembley before, so they understand the occasion. But then you've got players like Chio, Be- uh, Wiles, Victor, who have never been, uh, and Wes you who have never been at Wembley before. So that's a massive opportunity for them to effectively take the ball by the horns and just go with it. And I think they will. I think there's that knowledge of the occasion from the more senior players but also that willingness to push on and you know give the extra 10 percent because you're at Wembley you know it's like Wiles has said it's a loyal dream for him to be playing at Wembley and to top it off is doing it with Rotherham so it, that, that that's why it makes it a special occasion um but funnily enough one of Sutton's players who was it was been at Wembley before was with Rotherham when he won the 2014 playoff because yeah. I think it's um, is it Milsum? Rob Wilson, yeah. Yeah, he Rob Wilson, the first yeah. first player
1: to play for us and against us at Wembley. Yeah. First.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, we're very, very interesting day.
1: It will, very much so. Uh, Scott Grundy's with us. I think that's a full set of Grundy's. Thank you for joining us, Scott. Even in all, recovered recover from a 12-hour podcast, just about. <laughs> and Ian Bradley, that's uh, to congratulate us for the last Saturday. He enjoyed the Alfie interview particularly, which I did. Um, and if you want to listen to that, the Adam LaFondra interview and the Trevor Berry interview are available on the audio, actually on Spotify. If you want to go and listen to both them, we enjoyed it at the time. Um, I hope every listener back, from, I've, I've enjoyed them as well. Um, will, let's talk about selection. Let's get down to the nitty gritty of selection. We talked about the goalkeeping situation. The back three is a difficult, difficult pick for Warnie because Angus's band doesn't apply. So Angus is available. You'd assume Woody's going to play, even though it is Papa John's and then Icky, Harden, Matic,
4: um It's a tough pick. What, what back three are you pick? Would you pick? I think, given the fact that we haven't had a game in so long, you have to go as strong as you possibly can. Especially given the fact that we don't have a midweek game. So, yeah. for me, I would have the experience of uh, of Wood in the middle of the park. Um, you've got a Heckway um, and uh, and Romani Edmonds Green. I'd fetch back into the uh, the side as well. That'd be my three. Yeah, Danny, I see you nodding
1: along. I, I, I agree with that.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, one has already said it would be more like a League 11 than a Cup 11, but no, no disrespect to the players we played in the Cup, but we have had a Cup 11 and a League 11. You can see where the, the split more was. But with this, like you said, because we have, we aren't playing for another six days um, and we haven't played since um, the embarrassing loss to Shrewsbury. I'd say just go for it. Go for it. Play, play, play the best eleven, Play the best that we can and just go for it. Because at the end of the day, whatever will be, will be. But we are going to Wembley. <laughs> <Hey>. uh, <laughs> cool. I love like how you did that. Very good. Very good. Thank <laughs> <Very good>. um, <laughs> you. I'm <laughs> here <laughs> all week. William
1: would it. go... William McGarry would Icky Reg. Um, he would go Harding at right wing-back, middle left wing-back. best would and Fergie, potentially. Uh, Mick, any other... Um, Change that. We, I know you're a big fan of Wes Hardin. How tempted would you be to bring Wes in?
3: I, I would I'm with Liam. Bang on that for me. That's that's about five for me, definitely. Um I, I think I think Gio is, is match fit, is ready, he's ready to go. Yeah, we can bring him on, bring him on a little bit later on. We don't need to play him, we don't need to risk him at the moment. Not certainly not from the start. Um whereas the likes of Wes Harding and, um, and 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 Mikel Miller, they need a bit more match a bit, bit more time on the uh, on the grass, don't they? So yeah, that that be my back five definitely, and just on a, on the goalkeeper side, injury or not, to to Josh Victor, uh, Victor has to start. Victor has to start for me. I think he, he's got us here. He is probably, probably, arguably the main reason we are at Wembley on on Sunday. Um, so I I, I cannot. Conceivably, see why he wouldn't start. He has to come on, (laughs) Warney.
2: I'm sure he listens.
1: He said earlier, I heard him earlier say listen to some podcasts, so you never know. He might not know
2: some podcasts (laughs) down to Wembley. (laughs) Everyone, turn your cameras off so you don't know who's (laughs) who. (laughs) Quick,
1: um, moving on to the midfield. I had a panic earlier the week, Danny. When Warney said there was an injury to a main player, I watched all videos and I couldn't see Barlasser. I've I've gone back and watched him and thankfully he is training. So I don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong there. Uh but I had a brief panic. Thought midfield again it's the same as defence. We've got mostly a fit squad now. Do you go the big well the big boys, Barlas uh, Rathbun
2: Wiles? Yeah, presuming they're all <clears throat> uh, starting fit. Yeah, I'd go for it. But yeah, our same boat I heard the the podcast that he did with um with Sutton's manager and it's like oh, we've got an injury to one of the big players. It's like, you what? <laughs> what's what's happening? Well it turns out it's Vickers and his hand injury. So it's like, all right, okay, it's mind games very good. <laughs> um but you yeah I'd go uh Rathburn Wiles I, I know it's very harsh on Jamie Lindsay, but you know, um if we need him towards the end of the game, he'll come on and give 110%, won't he? Mm, um yeah. but yeah I, I think uh, bring the the big boys into the play.
1: It's also maybe a little bit a harsh, will on Adolphin, who's played again a lot of Papa John's Trophy games. But you've got to be ruthless. If got, you, we see this happen with other teams, you know, you, in the League Cup with Chelsea, Man you teams like that, you often see the players who've got them there don't always get the reward of the final, and you can see that happening with Adolphin, really, can't you?
4: Yeah, I mean, in these sorts of games, especially with the way that the season now pans out, it becomes a huge game for the platform for the rest of the season. So, you know, Dolphin's done done great to get us to this point, but we need our best players on that pitch to, to win as a trophy. And for me, that midfield three of Barlasser, Wales, wiles and, and Rathbone, barring any last-minute hiccups, has to start, mm. you know, no questions asked.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair enough. Uh, before we come on the strikers, I should mention the referee. The referee was confirmed a few weeks ago as Sebastian Stockbridge. Stocksbridge. Uh, he last refereed this season at home to Plymouth on day one of the season. Again, I don't remember anything significant. It was a comfortable 2-0 win. Um, so I'm hoping they tend to, in finals, touching all the wood I can find, they tend to have quiet games, referees. that They seem to get an instruction to have, have quiet games, so hopefully we see that on Sunday. Um... Striking situation, Mick. Don London says, "Do we you think we'll see Kelly make his debut on Sunday?" Interesting question, ain't it, Mick? Because you've got, as it turns out, Freddie looks like he might be fit. Maybe not for a start, but Freddie's going to be back in the squad. Georgia Kelly should be back in the squad, and then you've got Smithy and and JJ. That's a strong four you can pick from. Very strong.
3: It is when you when you consider we were struggling two weeks ago to uh, to, yeah. to field more than one striker, weren't we? So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, what a, what a game to make you make you. Debuting for Georgia Kelly, if um, oh, what a sorry, what a stadium to make your, your debut in. Mm. Um, it, it'd be amazing to see him. I, I can't see that we will see him. We may, he may get a cameo depending on what uh, what the second half's going like. But um, if Freddy's fully fit, I suspect Freddie will start. I, I, I don't see any, any reason why he wouldn't. Um, but you never know, dear. I, I, I. I'm angling towards the fact that it's going to be Smithy and JJ. I, I, I suspect. Um, okay. But we'll see.
1: Fair enough. You um, can Smith, JJ. Uh, we've got a comment here. Uh, Harvey Kelwick says the same. Smith and JJ. Um, well, they seem to the fit us, don't they? We don't know how fit Freddie and Georgie Kelly are. So it makes, it's, for us as a fan to predict it, they're the two safe options, aren't they?
4: Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, Wembley's a huge pitch in it, so you've got that um, the, the uh, you've got to burn the legs of a JJ nice and early for sixty minutes, I reckon, and then get the uh, get the nous of Freddie on for the last thirty if we need a, a goal at that point, or or maybe even uh, maybe even a first first sign of a, a new Messiah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I could you your debut, um, imagine my key debut debut for a club at Wembley. Like, you've come from the League of Ireland, no disrespect to the League of Ireland, as Trevor Berry said, it is a very good league these days. Mm. But to come into a club, get injured, and then make your debut at Wembley that would be an unreal tale to tell when he's older, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just a bit
4: like... 98th minute, uh, and create absolute <laughs> limbs,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Cheryl Stone asks, will the VIR be in operation? No, but there are a couple of rule changes, to, rules to bear in mind. In every game up until now, it's been 90 minutes, then straight to penalties. That's not the case in the final. We have extra time in the Papa John's final. I don't know why. I don't know why that's different, yeah. but it is. And bear in mind, that it's gone to penalties three times earlier this season. We might be seeing extra time. Um, And also, it's worth noting there are five subs allowed, again, like the rest of the rounds you are allowed to make five substitutions, which we know Paul Warren likes. He's talked about that a lot. Um, and that might be carrying into next season, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. Sutton, United, as we've already mentioned, Rob Milson plays from a former Miller. He played at Wembley 2014. They've hit a bit of a sticky patch, similar to us since confirming Wembley. They've only won once, but they still find themselves like five points off the automatic places. They're having a really, really good season. Uh, Will, I always come to you for opposition stuff. And I, I don't know how much you know about starting in League Two. But all we're doing is is they're the first season up, they're having a great season to be a promotion mix.
4: Yeah, I mean, let's have a crack, shall we? League 2 is, <laughs> is one of the, the hardest... I, heard, I,
2: heard I se- heard to the clicking for the Word document then.
4: <laughs> it's one of the hardest uh, leagues to, to try and predict this season. I think third down to about 10th is two points separating it at the moment. So <laughs> it's, yeah, absolutely horrible to try and say who's going up in that league. And, and sort of... A, uh, absolutely in the mix for that at the moment. They're a side that aren't too dissimilar to ourselves. Um, we'll probably play 4-4-2 uh, on the day, um, which obviously is very different, um, <laughs> but have a lot of attack attacking threats out wide through the likes of Boldwine um, and uh, or, uh, David Ajiboy who's been really good for them this season. Defensively, really strong, especially from set pieces. They're scoring a lot of goals from set pieces as well, which is it's quite similar to us. So, you know, we we have to watch the good, the things that we're good at um, to to stop Sutton. I think, um, but they've got a lot of quality. And on the day, you know, it's it's a one-off game. They'll fancy their chances. I think they've got a have they got fifteen thousand fans coming. To
2: the game, not like that. I think more, more well, more of that. A lot, a lot of them are Crystal Palace fans, apparently. <clears throat> uh, one of my mates has had the nod that, you know a lot of Palace fans have come in and just watch yourselves because they might be a bit rowdy, from <laughs> <laughs> what well, I've heard what anyway. What uh, and I'm sure they'll they'll make a
4: decent atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, you know they're they're not ones to be uh, to be completely written off. This is not League One versus League Two, uh, very very easy game for us. They'll be they'll be right at it.
2: I mean, all you need to do is look at when Salford played um, Portsmouth in the 2020 yeah. final. Everybody built Portsmouth to win it easily, but Salford proper su- surprised them. And yeah. I think that's the one thing we need to look out for if we're approaching this game. Like you say, League One against League Two, we should batter him. We'll get a nasty surprise. I, I, can't, I can see there's been a really, really close game, really, mm. really close game. And just to big Sutton up a little bit, I believe. They are one of the first, if not the first, club. So, have been in an FA Trophy final and an EFL Trophy final.
4: Yeah, wow, that's right. Just, full, of, full
2: just, of random stats tonight. It's lovely. Yeah. Just on,
4: uh, on goal margins as well. Just looking mm. at their uh, their stats, they've actually won uh, won a game by one in nine of the games this season, and lost uh, by one in eight of the games. So, uh, yeah, they're normally uh, there or thereabouts as well. So. Don't be expecting us to run away with it three or four nil.
1: Yeah, uh, Stephen Gauntley has put a prediction of four nil Millers win on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> <There we go.
2: laughs>
1: Hopefully you're right, but I, I, think, I think expertly I time think. there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Mick. If we talk about Sutton and League One, League Two teams, the run's been good for us in that way because if we'd have played League One teams all the way on Mosa and then battered a League Two team. It'd be easy to not take this seriously. We've been pushed, other than Scunny and Donny, who are not a League Two team yet, but they will be soon, we've been pushed a lot by all these League One, League Two teams. So we know how difficult it's going to be because Sutton are one of the better teams on table-wise, one of the better teams we will have played.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and teams, teams are going to raise the game against the top of, the team or top of the league above them, aren't they? You know, yeah. and, and I'm not sort of trying to make Rotherham United sound like a big club because we're not, we know we are. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but you know, y- you put us in the position and w- if we're playing Fulham, top of the championship or whatever, you know, we're going to raise our yeah. game and we're going to give them a hard time. Um, so so that's that's just the nature of it. Like, like Will says, there's no way that this is going to be a walkover. Absolutely not at all. It's going to be as tough a game as we've had all season. And, and that's what we need. We need that challenge. We absolutely need teams coming at us because we've got seven more games coming up which will define our season of teams going to, that are going to be coming at us. Um, so, you know, it's going to get us into the right frame of mind and win, lose, or draw. Ultimately, we need to take something from this game, and that has to be confidence. That has to be confidence going into the next seven cup finals. Um, yeah, it's going to be hard work. It's going to be hard graft, definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, Scott Gundy, is Mick in another car park? Yeah, he must be sure. He is in a car park in Wales. As we if, mentioned, um, if, you you can, if anybody is near Mick's car park in Wales and you can find him, you will.
3: There's a clue, will. I,
1: I, I, I realise how weird this is going to sound, but you'll win a dirty red rack. Um, <laughs> I am assured it's not chloroform, Phil, so you should be fine. Absolutely fine. <laughs> um, but, we don't, you know, just be careful in Wales. I don't evening. keep
3: that one in my car.
4: <laughs> it's, like it's a bit different to a, a, a takeaway getaway on Anton Deck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, from, from Rodham, it's
3: all we can afford. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: uh, um, Philip Hall is greeting from New Zealand. You can't watch the game over there because it's not on iFollow, I uh, which is a shame and stupid. It is on Sky but, though, uh, not. New Zealand, he's yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, but I, I think it's. I think is it. I think it is on
1: iFollow. At least the commentary is. The commentary will be. Yeah. There's mm. there's an audio on on iFollow definitely. Ah. Um, mm. Sky, I'll be keen to keep all the viewers to them aware of possible. So they'll be quite, quite strict on that. I'd have thought. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. Get a VPN.
2: Get a VPN, yeah, <laughs> whisper it quietly. Very quietly, <laughs> Nord, Nord VPN sponsors <laughs> for, for fans overseas who <laughs> can't watch. Oh, <go. laughs> uh, brilliant! Uh, so let's bring in uh, Scott
1: Grundy. Uh, it's on ESPN, so Philip Holes, if you can get ESPN, ESPN, it's on there. There we go. Nice to help out. Um, so uh, we're going to bring in a fan. We've got Paul Brock joining us today. Thank you for joining us, Paul. Hello. No, wow. uh, everyone, how excited are you for Wembley?
0: Yeah, twice in one week, yeah, absolutely. Wembley, yes, uh, I, I did a bit of a recce last week just to make sure everything was okay. Um, yeah, absolutely looking forward to it. Yeah, taking my 10 year old boy, so it be, should be uh, a good day. Really looking forward to it, yeah, absolutely. Just hope also we... more
1: entertaining. The England game, do you
0: know? Do you, do you know what? The as, <laughs> as, as, as nice as what the the game was, the atmosphere wasn't the same because we were in a lot of family area and there was singing. So I'm hoping for a little bit more of a, a a good vibe this, uh, this Sunday and some more, some more singing. Uh, I think the the most entertaining thing from my son found on Sunday was the, uh, the Mexican wave. Um, (laughs) That was it.
1: (laughs) Yeah frustrating England games. You have paper it, aeroplanes, Mexican that's waves. That's
0: it. People looking out for paper aeroplanes and Mexican waves. But it is a good atmosphere. Um, absolutely. I'm
1: very much more looking forward to this Sunday. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, looking forward
1: to it. Yeah. Um, and thank you for joining us, Will. Uh, thank you for joining us. We, we always have low home fans on. If you have you got a question or a topic you want us to <laughs> Good point. You think
0: you've covered pretty much most of <laughs> the things I was going to ask you.
1: You probably thought
0: that would be the case, Matt. I was going to ask. I think the only slight angle I was going to approach this on was what's our thoughts on uh, the, the next cup in league game, Charlton, you know, how are we going to approach Wembley? Are we going to go fully out for it? Are we going to maybe hopefully get up to hopefully a couple of goals and then maybe bring some substitutes on rest and players for next week. And that was the angle I was approaching it from, you know, from from a, a strength side in preserving. I know there's a question, I think Mick mentioned about confidence and that's a really good key thing, but um for me, you know, the, the league game, the, the next league game, our next cup finals are really important. And I, I was going to say, w- w- would we play Kelly? Would he get a cameo? I, of course, you mentioned that one as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry. but yeah, that's all right. No problem. Um, so yeah, for, for the panel, what's your, what's your thoughts on how we approach this versus the next league game? Are we hoping to get some match fitness? You know, that type,
1: that type of angle. Mick, I'll let you go because you're not bothered about Sunday, so I'll let you answer
3: this one. Oh cheers, mate. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really difficult one, isn't it? It's a really tough one, because from Warney's point of view, he's damned if he does and he's damned if he does not You know? Mm. If, if he goes for it and we get a couple of injuries, why did we go for it? Why didn't we rest some players? You know, if he rests some players, don't go for it, why didn't we go for it? We've lost to a League Two side, so we're absolute garbage. So, you know, it's 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 a real difficult one for him. I, I personally think they're gonna go for it. I don't mm. I don't think I don't for me I don't think that's in question I think f- from a financial point of view alone uh for the club they have to go for the, they have to go for the win but also just from a from like as like I mentioned earlier on the confidence side of stuff um going into the next few games as you rightly point out there Paul it's it's vital um so yeah I think they'll go for it I think it'll be a strong side and I think we'll be um we'll be at them. We, we'll be at and we'll see a first half against Lincoln um type of performance I hope anyway fingers crossed hmm. I mean I,
0: I wasn't yeah. aware of the stats but you said before but if you happen to get you know in Dreamland 2-3-0 up at half time could you see Paul be, be, take, making some more uh, more changes maybe uh, resting some players
3: <laughs> yeah I could I could and then when we, when it's 3-2 on 70 minutes <laughs> <I know>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, I yeah I mean I, I I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. I genuinely do. But should 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 the best you know that should that happen, then then you'd have to argue that there's got to be um, there's got to be some changes, have not there? Let's rest yeah. some of those key players. But um, yeah, I, I I'm glad I'm not making a decision, and I'm glad I'm not suffering <laughs> the consequences of making absolutely. it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Like yeah. you said,
1: it's it's a difficult one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if you're a poor one are you treating this, from a selection point of view, again, okay, bearing in mind the league games, are you picking this, bearing in mind, are you treating it all, selection-wise almost as a league game, thinking, right, I've got another game next week and I need X, Y and Z to be fit for the league game? Or are you thinking it's just a one-off game, let's get everybody fit, whoever we can, if they're fit enough, play them. It, it, cup finals are strange when they're mid-season, it, it, it adds stuff to it, which the cup final it should be special, but we've got another game next week.
4: Yeah, I mean, for me, this this is just the catalyst to a lot of success that's about to come. Hopefully, so mm. I would go as strong as possible, and we've got the five subs, have not we? So I would be very, very, very surprised if we don't see all five subs used mm. uh, on the day. Number one for for to get more game time into people, but also to to have that change where where needed. Um, yeah, I, I would go for it because. It, uh, he's already said it's not an opportunity that comes along every day uh, in a in a player in uh, player's career and obviously their career within management as well. So let's go for it. Let's see where it goes. Um, and if we lose, so be it. We've got seven uh, seven league games to to have a little bit of success. If we if we uh, if we win, you know, let's uh, let's all get hammered and uh, and get back in training <laughs> on Tuesday. Everybody off work Monday morning. One hundred percent.
1: Uh, Danny, you same same thing Go for it as well as you can But within reason, I suppose
2: Yeah, I think Warnie uh, will <clears throat> at least have thought About the Charlton game as a bare minimum um, But This is our last chance I think uh, To have a nice long rest before a league game Because after that we've got the Portsmouth On the Tuesday and it's Saturday Tuesday for the rest of the season um, which in hindsight is probably good that we've had the Easter fixtures moved so it keeps it just nicely ticking over. Um, and I think that's probably why we will go for it and why we're going for a League 11. Um, <clears throat> they've had a nice rescue for the internationals, get back into this. If we um pick up like a little minor knocks and everything, it's not too bad because we've got nearly a week's recovery. Um, and then that's when the more um, what's the word, the more conditioning should start. Um, in preparation for Saturday, Tuesday. Uh, so, yeah, but I, I think we're going <clears> to <throat> go all guns blazing, personally. Hmm. Maybe not in a goal-scoring sense, but in a top-performance sense. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about the Easter
1: fixture we talked about them on the 12-hour, but we'll talk about that again, again in a minute. Um, let's move on to the attendance police being out in force, Mick, uh, on Twitter, all over Twitter. <laughs> um I had I had messages from Leeds fans of Wednesday <coughs> last night saying how it's how rubbish it is. We've sold whatever twelve and a half thousand. I'm gonna put my cards on the table. I could not care less about how many people we could take six thousand people. I would not care. And it's it doesn't surprise because I know what Wednesday fans are like and I know what Leeds fans are like. I know what you'd like,
3: Mick, but I couldn't care less how many fans are going. So is that Leeds are about to get relegated out of the Premier League? I think they're going to that, stay out there, unfortunately. And you know what I mean? Listen, <laughs> listen we, we talked yeah, about man. it on podcast a little bit, didn't we, about all this willy-waving, you know, I'm bigger than your, my car's bigger than your car, my willy's bigger than your willy, my tank's bigger than your tank. You know what I mean? It's just, it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Um, and, and Wednesday fans moaning, listen, you're a League One club. Sunderland fans, you're a League One club. I don't care how many you get through, it matters not. What matters Clutching, is cl- clutching. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely clutching. Um, I, mean, yeah. I think there's a
0: big thing, Mick, as well. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, that There's a bit of a standing joke going around whenever they do these League One away banters as well. Uh, there's always someone that said that oh, Leeds will take more or <laughs> Wednesday will take yeah. more. It's, it's, just, yeah. it's become a standing joke now. It's yeah. just people saying it for the sake of it. It's, I
3: mean, and, and the funniest part of it, none of these people can actually see the irony in what they're saying, you know what I mean? Which makes it even even more amusing. Um, whatever, don't care. I genuinely could not care a toss. Like you, Matt, you know, if we take 2,000 or 20,000, matters not. What matters is that we're at Wembley in a cup final. Unlike Leeds, unlike Chef Wednesday, unlike Sunderland, unlike Ipswich and everybody else who's bleating on about the fact that they've got more fans. Congratulations. Well done. Unfortunately, that won't get you any points, does it? Or trophies or anything else.
2: <laughs> I agree. I love a good Mick Rand. But Danny, where's your Mick Rand
3: flag? <laughs> <laughs> ah,
2: yes. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not really incoming anymore because he's already said it's not good anymore, no. <laughs> uh... yeah, <we're> <laughs> um well
4: uh, what thoughts well, same or different yeah, I mean, I'm just looking out for the tro- in the trophy cabinet at Wednesday and seeing where they got the trophy for 40,000 fans at Wembley on uh, on Sunday, or uh, or where they got the trophy for 3,000 fans at QPR on a Friday night because that's one that they all bleat about as well. It means absolutely nothing. They're not in the final. We are. Let's move on to talk about Rotherham United. Yes. Well
3: said. Well said. said.
4: Um, Lee McGrath mentions
1: 13,500 Sutton fans which is, again, it's against a good effort what that should mean Danny is there will be a good atmosphere we talk about it it doesn't don't really mean anything but there's a few extra fans in there always going to create a good atmosphere and you love a good back and forth between fans it always makes for a better atmosphere
2: yeah definitely and I think um, if it had gone the same way as Portsmouth against Salford it right, was so vastly one-sided mm. it's well, again, that's another argument for Portsmouth. Portsmouth took the vast majority of Wembley over when they played Salford, and Salford won. And they only took about two thousand four or three thousand fans to Wembley. Um, were not that behind those doors, or were that before before COVID? I think they let a few in. I, I, I know they didn't. <clears throat> I, I can't remember. I know. <laughs> I know. I know the, that,
3: weren't, weren't the Salford won Portsmouth won when they played two separate days, two consecutive days? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so there might have been some fans, but if there were, they wouldn't be. been many. We'd have been very, very limited, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, well, that's why well, well, we're
3: not taking so many because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely,
2: absolutely. Yeah, that, that our um, <clears throat> 12,500 are all socially distanced, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it will create a really good atmosphere. And because it's the first meeting between these two clubs, mm. I think everybody's going to be up for it. Maybe not the. I have many Palace fans that are going because they're just there for day out. But it should be a really nice, jolly day, um, and I, there won't be any animosity between the fans outside the ground, which is nice. Um, and just to plug my own activities, um, I'm going on the Dream Team YouTube channel, and I'm having a pizza okay. topping competition against a Sutton fan. So right. get ready because I know my toppings. As as you can tell, I know we're toppings. So get ready. <laughs> I'm pineapple on there, man. <laughs> don't do it.
1: Uh yeah. Well, Paul, you went there last week for what for the night There's there's a good chance for these twenty thousand fans, will be probably a better atmosphere than some England games. Because it fans together and it, if it's a two and four yeah. for me, it always makes the atmosphere, as I just said.
0: Yeah, it was pretty flat to be honest at mm. uh, Wembley. I, I know the, the the acoustic doesn't actually travel that well. I, I can mm. say that I was I expected a bit more. Uh, on, if I'm totally honest on Saturday, but like I said, there was a lot of people there with families, so it was a totally mm. different type of scenario. So yeah, I'm hoping for you know a, you know a big voice and that get carried over. Of course. It's quite a distance from one side to yeah. the other, so whether we hear them or they hear us, that's less, you know, it might be picked up more on the camera than it would be uh, in the in the stadium.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jackie Jepson, Oh my god! After my last visit, nerves won't do. Extra time and penalties. Smash it before ninety <laughs> minutes, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Area Astro Smidge Smudge is still having a niggling toe injury, doesn't he? Maybe wrong. Danny asked, did see that? But that was during the international break, so I'm hoping it's mostly. Cool. You would, the toe injuries don't take that long to heal if the rest of it, And he had two weeks to rest it.
2: Yeah, Andy's had the injection in his toe, and apparently it is doing a lot better. But uh, Smith is a gladiator, he'll just play through it, I not mm.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and Donna London, this is I mean, I, the amount of people she's spoken to as children are going to Wembley for the first time is amazing. Ormini Miller's excited beyond words. Yeah, i mentioned taking my six year old shim should have about it for about three weeks now. It's amazing. It's just, it's just can't wait. Um, so I'm we're really looking forward to it. I'm sure Mix ears we will be chewed off all Sunday from me and sure will, yeah. Um what time are we all setting off? Danny, Will, Paul, talk about you, Danny. What time what time's set off time for you?
2: Um Well, we've been told to get to the pub for eight o'clock, setting off for nine o'clock. Well, no, so it's
1: earlier than that.
2: That is <laughs> early. <laughs> well, well, we're setting off. We're setting off at nine, so we don't have to pay for a second driver for the way back. So, okay,
4: <laughs> fair enough. Will, are you going the same way, Danny? I'm not. My friend's down? driving, and I honestly have absolutely no idea what time we're setting off. Is <laughs> is a little bit late in uh, in dropping <laughs> a message? So, <laughs> wheels, if if you're watching this, come on, mate. <laughs> 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 Uh, Gerald since she's setting off at eight am, Mick, what time are we
3: setting off? Uh, well, we've got we've obviously got a detour to go and find Benjamin somewhere in London, haven't we? So um, <laughs> it'll be an eight o'clock start for mm. us, I would imagine. So we can uh, we can find Ben and um, get ourselves to Stanmore. It's all about I him, it? Stanmore.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm driving um, on 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 the Sunday, um, driving down to Watford. Uh, I've found mm. that it's probably the best way to go. Um, it's a good two-hour drive down there and the, the the trains into Wembley I think it's Wembley Park I'm not sure yeah it's yeah. um they're every 15 minutes so yeah. it's the easiest way to get in and out if you are driving uh, apparently it's avoidable if um if, if possible because Wembley parking in the car park is can be can, yeah. it can be a little difficult affair so a couple of hours down there so I'm hoping to try and get down for about one o'clock so setting in a mid-morning mm-hmm. I would expect
1: yeah, I think I, I, I'm quite one of the things I quite like about Wembley, I've, we, it's been a conversation everybody's had a long time about why is the national state in London. But for me, an all-day thing makes sense for a final. You know, if I were back at six o'clock after a cup final, I don't think it'd feel the same. It's got to feel like an all-day thing. If win, lose, or whatever, it's got to be an event. And like I said, it's back at six o'clock. For me, Danny, that's not an event, if you know what I mean. It's got to be eight out of eight, back at 10. Here we go. It's not yeah. so
0: nice when you lose, though. The Dagenham, no. the Dagenham no. drive back was
2: awful. That's wonderful... I suppose, I suppose it's more time to drown your sorrows on the books' home yeah. and That's blow true. off your steam. But I will repeat what happened to me at the uh, the England game. I think it was the Albania game. Um, the thank Christ that I'm going on a coach. Was like, I'm not running for the last train back to Sheffield again. That was... Oh dear. <laughs> PTSD, I still have PTSD about it now. That run, that run yeah. for the train. Um and yeah, thankfully we won't we probably won't get boxed in like we did as England fans coming out of Wembley. Um yeah. I've l i have learned learnt that the hard way as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, you guys are all driving, so at least one of you won't be drinking, I was drinking all the way down and all the way back, regardless of what the result is. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, we've got Jamie, party lights and speaker and everything on our show, which is going to be ace. If we win, it's going to be a great coach to be on our way back. Mm.
1: <laughs> um, Jamie's setting up at six o'clock, making a right day of it. That is a right day. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donna, eight o'clock breakfast, Shops in the
2: pub. <laughs> oh, Donna, don't start.
1: That's the last <laughs> you, Danny, and all. Um, Scott Gunnay <laughs> says his dad's picking up at 11. I hope you live in London or near London, Scott. <laughs> Uh, really that's, that's when Sutton is setting off at eleven.
2: <laughs> and they're only down
1: Errol uh, off is off from eight o'clock, and Jake Jackson Jepson mentioned his six-year-old grandson Miller uh, is going to his first game at Wembley, uh, but he can't be there with him. But like, like Donna says, people going the first date, when first trip to Wembley, it's
3: always a memorable one. So, did hopefully... you read that, Matt? Did you actually read that comment? <laughs> I'll just yeah. asking, that's all. Oh, no, no I didn't did. read it. No, no, no. You, didn't, you didn't read it oh. at all, did you? All right. Jackie Jepson,
1: I'll just pretend it just, just, didn't happen. Uh, we've got a comment from Jackie Jepson. My six-year-old grandson Miller is going to be his first game, Wembley game. Can't wait to be there with him. There you go, nailed it. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, I, just, just the other thing I'd point out-I mean, I don't want to, I don't, and in these days it's very difficult, and perhaps you shouldn't be pointing these things out. But, um, I suspect Jackie is not a he either. Um, I mean I don't know what the pronouns are, you know. Yeah, you, you shouldn't assume those sorts of things these days, but um but there you go.
2: Sorry Jackie. <laughs> and Mick keeping his PC eh? fantastic. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I appreciate your help on that Enjoy one. Uh, the joys just... live
4: broadcasting. <laughs> 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 Listen, uh, we've got to let's go.
1: Correct. Yeah, yeah. Let's go score predictions, Danny. Let's start
2: with you. No, no. Well, history dictates that Rotherham will score two at Wembley, and there'll be a brace from somebody. Um, so I think we'll we we'll like a two-one, don't we? I'm going to go two-one smudge brace. I think. I like it, Michael? Yeah, I'm going to go two-one as well.
3: Um, mine's going to be um, two uh, two overhead kicks from Chio, <laughs> one eprat <one ebra laughs> from outside box. <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, we've got to go with two, so I'll go 2-0. And I'll go Smithy as well. Obviously, Brace. Uh, Paul? I'm going for a nail-biting
0: 1-0 win, and it's going to be like hanging on for that last 20 minutes. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm going for. <laughs> Sorry. Wonderful.
1: That's what we want, isn't it?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we don't do things uh,
0: easy, though, guys, do we? Let's be fair. <laughs> no,
4: that's true. Very, very true. Well. Uh, Will? I mean, I feel sick after Paul's just said that, to be honest. <laughs> I'm really right. sick of making this prediction. I think it's going to be 1-1 and go into extra time, and we're going to win it 3-1. Oh,
2: oh Mr. stomach's just rolled, Will. Why have you said <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> Bad enough, yeah. we played Shrewsbury oh, in 2018. Um, Our of at place with that one, but... oh. As long as it's not yeah. penalties, I'm happy. I've had enough penalties for one season. Like, I know they're exciting and it's great when you win them, but we've had three in this competition already. I cannot stomach another penalty shootout, let alone in the final. Come on, let's have another it, one. Be all right, laugh. No. If you guarantee <laughs> that you could win it, Like yeah. uh,
4: that you've won it, I think most people would take a penalty shootout win right here, right mm. now, because there's no better way to, to win it. But it also absolutely ruins people. Like <laughs> it's, oh, yeah.
0: it's an hard way to go, and Laura Average says that you know, we've we'll run 300 outs in, in this, mm, this in cup, cup. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I do want, not want to go to penalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. uh, we've got Michael Mortimer thinks it's gonna be 2 1, Paul Barnfield says 3 1, uh, Michael Mortimer says 2 1, Smithy and Woody. Um, so the goal scorers, Geraldine. Simpson 2-0 with smudge the goals, Gavin Grunny, 2, but Gavin Scott Grundy with 2-0. Cheryl Stone goes Barlasser 2-1. I used to start Bar-Lasser for two because them's the rules. Um Jensen, 2-0, Barlasser and Wood. <laughs> Liam McGarry, 4-1, Smith, Hattrick and Miller, but I think they'll score first. I take that. Uh, Donald, 3-1, Reese Kellett, 2-1. From his mum, Wiles and Chio. Um Air Astro 3-1. Jackie Jepson, 3-2. Um yeah, wouldn't it be sweet that it will if uh Michael Smith could get, get a Wembley goal? It's one of the few things he hasn't done for us, he's gonna go, I and mean, it would be beautiful for him, wouldn't it?
4: I think he'd he'd have a statue, wouldn't he? He <laughs> <laughs> can't be far off now, but um yeah, yeah I mean I, I would not begrudge that man a, a goal. And and Ben Wiles as well as someone mm. or Josh Coyote, you know, someone coming from Rotherham, come through the Academy. Um, done what they've done this season to to bag at Wembley would be would be pretty special. But you know, I think Sunday is going to be an amazing day for for all concerned. You know, for for all these people that are going down for the first time. You know, those young kids that haven't seen uh, Wembley before. I hope you really enjoy it. I hope uh, everyone can put on a really strong performance and everyone has a great day. And we've got something to to celebrate off the end of it. Yeah, absolutely. And Donna London with a, with a very important comment. She's got a food
1: recommendation. Uh, the chip shock, she says to ask for saveloy chips and onion vinegar. Hmm.
3: I don't know. Donna's from London, aren't she? I mean, you know, yeah. the, I'm married I'm, I'm to a southerner. I know they have weird tastes. Have me, um...
1: Uh Brill, anything else we need to cover? I think I've, t- I've got everything on my list. I've got all my good stats in that I wanted to get in. Is there anything else that we need to cover, talk about, mention?
2: Uh one second. <clears throat> just well, having a browse. Just um years. Yeah, I'm just having a look at how many right, okay. I've got I've got my start. Okay. Here we, here so the, uh, ready. you ready, everybody? Get ready. The uh the co- the top scorer in this year's competition currently is Cameron Archer, right? Uh, from Preston, I believe, is on was on loan somewhere. Um, so it, yeah, <clears throat> so he's got six goals in his competition so far. Michael Smith got five. So if he bags his brace, he'll also win top scorer of the competition. So that, so I doubly hope Smith gets his brace now. And history dictates that in these finals, the player who scored a brace in the previous round scores a brace in the final. Nigel Jempson did it against Carlisle in the second leg, got his brace at Wembley. Michael Smith got his brace against Paul. You never know.
3: It's fate. It's written.
2: Yeah, yeah it is. And Not exactly written days, in the I mean. stars, but it's written on my little bit of paper anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and therefore it's <laughs> written...
2: Exactly.
1: Um, thank you all for being involved tonight. I hope you enjoyed our Wembley preview. Um, we've tried to make it as exciting as we can. We've tried to build on mixed excitement levels. A <laughs> bit. Um, I hope everybody has a safe journey down to Wembley So, you know, from Wembley out when you're down there. You have a good laugh, whether it's in Box Park or a pub or wherever you end up going. I hope you have a great day. Uh, try, you know, be careful of prices in London. It's all seven up north as it careful in them prices. Um, but sing your hearts out, get behind the boys, and I'm sure and I hope we'll come away with, with the glory and we're really looking forward to it. Um, Paul, it's been great to have you on. Thank you very much Thank you. For, for helping us out. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Pleasure. other than the five minutes you missed, it's been brilliant to have you on tonight.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in my school report, it'll just say, uh, must do better, I think. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. thanks, for, thanks for listening. Yeah, that's the whole thing, Danny.
1: Pleasure, and obviously We're so sure I'll see you, at Wembley.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I think the important thing to remember, guys, is Keira, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. <laughs> We're going to Wembley. Keira, Sarah. Thank you, Mick.
3: Are you going to
1: give us a rendition,
3: or I doubt that very much. You may, you may get, you may get something out of me on Sunday. I suspect um, we well, won't I be wouldn't. singing
1: that because we'll be at Wembley.
3: Well, that's true. Yeah, no. I'll yeah, I'll I'll find something else. It might it okay. might involve a magic hat or something like that, I don't know. Or <laughs> the wings of a sparrow, perhaps. A classic. Oh no, I can't can I there'll be kids there.
1: It's fine. Yeah, you right. yeah. <laughs> um, if you are listening or if you have fellas, thank you all. Please subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. wherever you get us, please make sure you subscribe. We'll be back on Monday night. I'll be out Tuesday morning for the audio because we won't be back in time to record Sunday evening. Um, blame the FL for that. Um, so thank you all. We'll see you next time. And... Okay, so far, so far. Cheers, guys. <laughs>